When Barry arrests Rebel Team Mike after having been caught breaking into local homes, can Barry help steer Mike down a better path? Or will he be lost in the system? Find out on an all-new Barry the Cop, CBS Sundays. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. So he can help you figure out who's A. Season 2, Episode 8. Oh yeah, this is Chris, by the way. Chris from Chris Watches Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, Season 2, Episode 8. Save the date. Save the date. Our previously on, we have reminder that Emily is staying at Hannah's. Barry the Cop, bringing Mike home. We, we all remember that, of course. Caleb's sketchy business, uh, the hockey stick. Buttercream burnt the said hockey stick. A uh, reminder that Arya is get, entering a little bit of a love triangle with Jason and Ezra. Reminder that we're dealing with Hannah's parents maybe getting back together. Spoiler alert, doesn't quite work out that way. Reminder of the Jenna pot that she made in pottery class that Arya was there with her and the Garrett connection. And then we are reminded that Spencer was in Garrett's squad car. But as we open up on the first scene here, we just go ahead and jumped jumped time there. So a fake out on the, the last uh, <laughs> last episode's teaser. We just Arya and Spencer in a car. Hannah's in the back seat, and Spencer just said, "I just got out of there." You know, when I got your text, Arya, I just left with a quickness. So currently, the liars are suspecting that Garrett and Jenna are quote buddies. Well, okay. A little bit of discussion about raw meat and cats. I wasn't quite following that, but uh, Emily is coming. Emily, apparently, uh, there's tenants or, I guess, renters staying at the house, and they keep uh, setting off the alarm. Now, we don't meet these folks this episode. Not sure if it's going to matter, but there's people staying there. She comes running out. She joins the other three. Poor jokes by Hannah here about Mike being on lockdown until he's 18. It's still really sensitive for Aria, uh, Hannah. So while the comedian me appreciates Hannah's attempt at lightening the mood with humor... Maybe not the best timing. Then as they're having a chat about all this, Garrett pulls up. Now, as we recall, everyone lives near everybody, right? So Garrett pulls up. His lights flash, which I think is just him turning off his car. But they all see him get out near near Jenna's house. He goes inside. Uh, the four of them decide they're going to they're gonna go pursue, which is wild. So they all follow. They walk up to Jenna's house. Uh, Garrett's already inside. They're kind of sneaking around the back, sneaking around the back. Jenna is in the window in her spicy laundry that she bought, I think, last season, right? Didn't they think that was for Toby? But it turns out she was buying it for, I guess, Garrett, because Garrett comes in. By the way, windows wide open, light on, shade open. So, I, I, I you know, the four of them watches uh, Spicy Times begin, and they're smooching. And they all are like, oh, no. And I'm assuming, well... We cut. Uh, cut to Hannah's. Um, Emily is doing sit-ups. She's working really hard. We get a little uh, Garrett recap, like, oh my gosh, can you believe Jenna and Garrett? What? And Emily's watching her sugar intake, and Hannah's like, you know, what's going on? And, and Emily's trying to turn this lie around. She wants to push herself to impress Danby. And she has a lot of pain, and she has this pain cream. Now, keep in mind this pain cream. Did we see it last episode? I don't know if we saw it last episode, but we definitely see the pain cream bottle here. Uh, Dad wanders in, uh, who was not sleeping at the hotel, as we all recall. He was sleeping upstairs. Clearly, he and uh, Mom had hooked up. No need to explain. It's a little awkward. Uh, uh, eventually, Mom also enters the kitchen, and <laughs> there's a little chit-chat between uh, the two uh, uh, parents, and he says, 
There are some things you just can't turn off. And Asher gives a little, hmm. And then uh, uh, Hannah gets some mail. It's a card addressed to her from where dad is living now. Uh, 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 not dad. 814 Maysby Drive, Baltimore, Maryland, 21210. That's from Isabel, folks. And he says, I don't remember sending this. Jeez, Tom. Get, come on. And Hannah's like, dad, come on. It's from Isabel. They open it up. Well, actually, no, they don't. They don't open it up. Hannah puts her coffee mug on top of it, but I think Ashley got one too, or somebody opens it up, and it's a wedding invitation. Yeah, I guess Tom forgot he's getting married, which apparently is in six weeks. So it's a save the date for the wedding. I don't think Ashley got one, but the, somehow they opened it up. I don't know who opened it up. Maybe they invited Ashley. I don't know. But uh, yikes. Yikes is what I put in my notes. Yikes. Cut to Spencer's house. Uh, Spencer's looking up the alley story uh, online. And uh, who's at the door? Ren with three ends. He's another one. Him and Logan Reed. I'm always surprised that uh, he's still on this show. I could have sworn. I thought Ren was like, listen, Ren, you get two episodes. You're going to make a move on your fiance's sister, and then you're going to be done. Nope, he is still very much in the mix here. He has some flowers, and Spencer and myself both say to him, what the hell? <laughs> what are you doing here? So first he says he's here to see Melissa. And we finally get my question answered, which I had from last episode. She's apparently in Philadelphia, which is where she goes to school, right? Right, folks? Um, so she's been there, I guess, quite a bit, which I completely understand, right? And he's here. and But Spencer's like, are you really just here to drop off a plant? Two things. One, he says, I got a six-month residency or assignment to Rosewood Hospital. So he's going to be here for a good chunk of season two here. And right away, Spencer's like, tell me all about autopsies. <laughs> you know? Nope, no rest for Spencer. Again, definitely within Spencer's character. How do you find out how maybe someone possibly died? And Ren does give her some answers, right? Hospital pathologist. Uh, but Ren knows what's going on here, right? He, I mean, I think he's still involved with the A stuff somehow. So he knows. Spencer wants to know what the murder weapon was that killed Allie. So I made a quick summary of what we think or what was told to us to be the murder weapons murder in quotes, uh, the trophy from season one, which turned out to be a, a fake, right? Which the liars were tricked on. Then this hockey stick that's been burned. Very safe guess here. It's probably going to be neither. But then Ren's like, well, you would probably find answers in a hospital morgue. And then it looks like Ren's flirting with Spencer. Like, hey, you want to get coffee? And she's like, I'm dating somebody. He's like, oh, do you want to get tea? Ren, with three ends, what are you doing? Cut to the school, Emily and Hannah. Emily, uh, again, overtraining, it looks like. Uh, we see Caleb making yet another super phone deal. And then we see a creep sitting, uh, another creep sighting. Turns out I was a little bit off. Or, actually, I was more right last episode in my first guess. Uh, it looks like a cop, at least from, they have like a little file folder. Caleb Rivers, uh, Penn State uh, police record. It's a pretty good looking uh, booking photo for, for Caleb. Looks really well. Looks like a very good arrest photo. So Hannah sees this. She runs up to Caleb trying to make his deal on a super phone and she basically blows the deal and this little and this guy goes, Rah! this guy goes running away and Caleb's like, hey, you, you blew a deal. And she says, hey, uh, don't do this out in the middle of the street. And then this uh, car takes off and Caleb's a little mad, but Hannah feels like she protected him. She did not tell him about the creep. Cut to the hallway in school. We have Garrett and Spencer. Um, Spencer's like, what are you doing here, Garrett? And now that she knows what what the hell's going on with him? And he's like, oh, I'm teaching driver's ed. Ha ha ha. And they have a weird joke, not joke moment. And then Garrett pushes it too. He's like, hey, we never finished our conversation from the other night. And he pushes Spencer. Like, why 
why do you want to know this? Why do you want to find Ellie's autopsy? Why don't you believe Ian did it, et cetera, et cetera? And Spencer goes, no, 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 I'm sorry. I was I was wrong. Ha <laughs> ha. And then she rushes off. You can tell by Garrett's face. He is unconvinced. He knows they're onto him. In this moment, though, I said to myself, I don't think it's just that Garrett is with Jenna. I think he did something. I think he did more than just be a romantic partner for Jenna for whatever reason. I don't think he would go to all this length just being in, you know, in a relationship with her. I think he had something to do with the events of that night. Cut to Mike in the quad area. Uh, new character alert, Chaz. Chaz, everybody. Uh, Moppy Boy is what I first put in my notes. We find out his name later. But Moppy Boy Chaz goes, Hey, Mike, you're a smash and grabber now? And Mike's like, Get off me. And then Chaz is like, What's the next week? You're going to be a gangster? And then he's, and Mike shoves him. And then Ella runs up and intervenes and says, Hey. And uh, Chaz runs off. And uh, she wants to talk to Mike about, like, like what the hell's going on? And he says, later, and he, he storms off. Mike is all about storming off this entire episode. Actually, he's been doing that this whole season. Cut to Hollis. Uh, Arya and Ezra are in the pottery class. Uh, Arya's a little bit behind on her project. Ezra is trying to have a ghost moment at the pottery wheel. And there's a little, there's a little distance, uh, emotional distance here from Arya. Because she says it ends sadly. And Ezra says we could give it a happy ending. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna leave that one there. But I wonder if that's a foreshadowing that this is going to end sadly. And this is not the first time this episode. Ezra's like, "Hey, you want to come by later tonight?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, maybe." And then Ezra says, "Why didn't you tell me about all this Mike stuff?" And and he seems a little, I don't know, a little hurt that he didn't that she didn't fill him in on that. And she's like, "I didn't tell anybody." Kind of true, technically true, technically true, but also not entirely truthful. And then Ezra, you know. Super jealous about Jason. Uh, you know, he says it. He says it later on, but I mean, you can tell he's je- jealous about Jason. Somehow, the Jenna urn ended up back in the pottery class. So I don't know if Arya brought him back or what. I don't know what it's doing there, but it's there. Uh, Jenna dropped the class entirely, and he says, "Did you reach out to her?" And she says, "I tried, and it didn't work out." So I think Arya's intention was to try to build a bridge with Jenna, but as we remember, it did not work out. Yeah. So why didn't? So why didn't Ezra? This is where Ezra asks about, why did you tell me about Mike? Come by later. He does a little head smooch. And then as he's leaving, in a very vulnerable moment, he's like, should I be worried about this Jason guy? And probably the most unconvincing note I've seen in season two from Arya here. Maybe from any character this season. I think, I don't know why, you know, the arguments that they've been having for a very long time, I think Arya knows. I think actually both of them know that their relationship is not going to work ultimately. It was a thing, maybe should have been stopped a long time ago, but it kept going. And I think Arya knows deep down it's not going to work. And so Jason seems maybe like a more age-appropriate relationship or someone who maybe she's interested in, in learning more about. So cut to school, Emily. Uh, Dad, Dad, Dad of all people walks in and Emily is as shocked as I am. Um, he was in town. There was some sort of like training thing in Delaware. So he, he came, he came to the meet. Uh, there's going to be a Danby scout at the meet. And Emily looks very distraught when she finds out that dad's going to be there. And he really wants to talk to this Danby scout. And I think Emily sees her whole lies kind of closing in on her, on her. Uh, dad's like, you know what? I know you got your thing before match. I'm going to go take off. So he leaves. Emily's at her locker and suddenly her side starts to hurt really bad. And she goes down. She goes down to the ground. Thankfully, Garrett undercover. Yeah, Garrett Garrett is the one that rushes over and he calls an ambulance. Cut to the hospital. 
we find out uh, dad's there with Emily, uh, that she has an ulcer. And good news is she'll recover. Bad news is no swimming for the time being. Who knows how, who knows how long she can't swim, which really upsets her. And he says, they have a very emotional conversation. And he, and he says, listen, let go of Danby. You, you know, we, they won't pull the offer. And Emily says, you don't know that. And he says, well, let me, let me talk to the scout. Maybe I can talk to them about something. She's like, no, 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 no. I can talk to the scout. Let me do it. She doesn't want anything to be said until she knows how long she can't, she can't swim. And so dad kind of lets it go. Spencer and Hannah are downstairs at the hospital. Hannah gets a call from Caleb. She red X's him, so no call. And Spencer's like, what's up with you and Caleb? On the elevator ride up. And Hannah tells Spencer, there's an undercover cop trailing Caleb. But Hannah doesn't want to tell Caleb that because she fears if she tells Caleb there's a cop following him, he's going to leave town again. And so I don't know if selfish is the right word, but she doesn't want to tell him that because she doesn't want that reaction. But I think she knows she has to. And Spencer says, well, you're going you're gonna to lose him anyway if there's an undercover cop looking for him. You know, it's very true. Cut to the Hannah household. Ashley's looking at the uh, wedding invitation. Uh, Tom walks in as if he still lives there. And Ashley tells him about Emily in the hospital. You know, we, we kind of deal with that. Like, okay, well, that's fine. And then Ashley says, Tom, you should go home. And she says, this is not fair. You're still getting married. And I, I think Tom is like, bu, 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 bu. and then Ashley says the most devastating line. I know I do a lot of hyperbole on this podcast. She says a line that hurt me and I wasn't even in the room. She says, I need to be with someone who is sure about what he wants. And that was never you. I saw Tom's soul leave his body. And Tom very quietly, without a word, removes the key from his keychain, sets it on the uh, thing there in the, in the foyer, puts the key down, and just walks out. And that's it. Now, maybe there's a bit of a brutal... <laughs> real statement from Ashley and that actually might be true about Tom but the truth is she's of course correct he can't he can't be doing he can't be doing two things at once if he is having doubts about his wedding to Isabel then he needs to end that with Isabel because they have she has kids too right Tom's gotta Tom's gotta see it from her point of view he can't be and Hannah went through an entire struggle with this so yeah she's not wrong cut to the hospital and we find out all the pain that Emily's been experiencing is from an ulcer she has a hole in her stomach, and Hannah has some fun with saying hole in her stomach a whole bunch of times, and everyone's like, hey, 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 hey. Uh, Dad is apparently at the house talking to the lieutenants, trying to settle that situation. They keep setting off the alarm. I don't know what that's about. Arya's running late. She kind of runs in with some coffee. Uh, apparently, Mike is on trial, but Mike bailed on the meeting at home. Um, trial, I mean trial by parents. Uh, but he was supposed to meet with his parents, and he bailed on that meeting. Uh, she offers Emily a coffee. Of course, Emily can't drink coffee uh, with an ulcer. And there's a little discussion about what to do about this whole Danby letter situation. And we have our span of opinions from our liars, right? Hannah's like, absolutely do not tell your dad the truth. Spencer's on the other side. You have to tell your dad the truth. And Ari's like, maybe Emily doesn't have to decide that now. Emily says, I've already decided. I'm going to tell him the truth. So let's pause here for a moment. Replaying the players in this. Emily was going to do this letter to make her stay in Rosewood, right? She threw it away. Quote, a quote recreated said letter and sent it to Pam, we're back on. And A basically said, you're staying here, Emily. I theorized at the time that that was Allie. Got downstairs to Spencer. She's in the lobby and she spots the directory and she sees uh, the pathology floor. Fred uh, Sakar 019. 
That is the pathologist. We might see Fred later this season. I'm not sure, but Fred Sakar is a name that's uh, associated with the pathology department. Ren with three ends runs up. He says, oh, you got to go to the third floor. You got to see Emily. Spencer lies to him a little bit saying, I think she says she has not seen Emily yet. So I think she lies a little bit. Um, so I, I wrote in my notes, she's got to lose him. He is definitely blocking her from pursuing this. Again, I think I know why. I think he's part of this, but apparently Ren is doing some rounds and he says, you know, I'm going to pop in. I'm going to do some pop-ins later. And the doors open to the floor that uh, Spencer wants to get on. And Ren stops her and says, uh, actually, you want to go up a few more floors. This is the pathology and morgue floor. Ren's not stupid. He knows what's going on. But we, we're, both, we're all playing this game where we don't pretend we know what's going on. So she does not get off on this floor, but she knows where it is. Ren's involvement is almost certain for me. I just don't understand why yet. Why is he involved? I think I need more backstory. He's 100% involved, though. Cut to a car somewhere. Jenna and Garrett are having a conversation, very coded. Garrett's like, they know. And he says, he basically replays to Jenna. They're suspicious about the murder weapon. They're trying to figure out this murder weapon. And then Jenna says, do they know about Jason? Right? We know something is there, but we don't know what. But she says that to him. He says, don't believe that. But he doesn't know. He doesn't know. But he also says they don't believe the Ian theory anymore. And they, and I think it's Jenna that says, we need, to, we need to take care of this, okay? And I said in my notes, isn't this too obvious for this to be Jenna and Garrett? Isn't, wouldn't that be just like, well, yeah, this can't, this can't be this simple. I don't, know what the, I don't know what's going on here, but it can't be that simple. Cut to the hospital. Ren uh, visits with Emily and closes the door. So I, I said to myself, if Ren finds out that in this conversation about Emily's intention to tell her father the truth about Danby, and A does something, we know it's 100% Ren is part of this. Didn't end up happening, but uh, I made that note to myself. Uh, he says to Emily that there's HGH in her blood. Now, this is now this is the bottle and stuff we saw, uh, you know, the, one of those teasers at the end. So we can close that loop, right? That's what that was. Emily begs him not to tell her parents. Uh, she says, do no test for me. Whatever it takes, just don't tell them yet. And I guess by law, he may have to. But this further proved to me. So... So someone is trying to ruin Emily's chances to stay here in Rosewood. So this further proves to me that there's dueling A's. We have an A group on one side and an A group on the other side. I am pretty convinced that Allison's A team are the ones that kept her here. Granted, we can fault her for her methods. Sending a fake letter to Emily's mom, probably a little ethically vague. Of course, faking your death, I think all that kind of goes out the window. But Allison's A group sent that letter to Emily. The evil A group, which is what I'm going to call this group now, has done this thing in response. This whole HGH thing in Emily's system, trying to trying to destroy that. That's what's happening here. So very uh, overall, do I have a new theory alert um, song? New A theory. We have three groups, of, well, at least two groups of A, maybe three. We have the Allison A team, Allison A group. All Allison basically looking to expose those who tried to kill her, as in my opinion. That's what she's trying to do, right? We have the evil A's, which I think is Noel slash Mona. And there might be a third group called the prank A's that are more harmless, who are taking advantage of the situation to do stupid stuff. So we have Allison A, evil A, prank A. So all, all uh, Ren with three ends says to Emily is that we'll, he'll do what he can. He's going to talk to her her physician, and see what they can do. But he can't, he basically can't promise he can't tell her father. And I think he probably has to tell her father. Cut to the outside. So I think somewhere, this is like in the town square. I don't know. 
uh, we see that cop trailing Caleb again. <laughs> kind of, kind of ridiculously, Hannah pulls up in this this ridiculous disguise and says, "Caleb, get in." And he's like, "Huh?" And she goes, uh, "They peel off," and Caleb's very confused. And the cop does like a doop, 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 like he can't believe they got away. You see him like like pumping his fist in the air. Come back to the hospital. Ari and Spencer go down to the laundry room. And guess what, folks? They find some nurses' outfits. The precise outfit that we saw at Dream Alley in last season. So when I saw this, it was clear to me I am 105% sure that Allison is alive because it was incredibly easy for two people to walk into the laundry room, put on these outfits, and walk around the hospital. Allison did the exact same thing last season when Hannah was here. So, Allison's alive. Cut to Mike in his room, on his laptop, uh, I guess writing a short story, although he tells his mom it's homework. I like to think it's a, it's a short story about a misunderstood youth. Ella asks him about, asks him about Chaz, that's where we find out Chaz's name, and Mike says, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about it. She says uh, the family, the Pirellis are not going to charge him, but why did you do the break-in? What, what is going on? Mike explodes, as he is wont to do. Are you going to talk fast so you can move out again? Something like that. And he's like yelling. And Ella is a little taken aback. And he, guess what? Storms out of the room. So much sass for Mike. Cut to a creepy cabin that apparently Spencer's family owns. How many acres do the Hastings own? Well, Hannah takes Caleb to this, what I'm calling the safe house. Some jokes about burning it down accidentally with fire. And Hannah finally comes clean. She says, look, Caleb, there's someone following you. She thinks it's an undercover cop. Caleb goes, well, yeah, I kind of stopped looking behind my sho- over my shoulder. And Hannah says, does that have to do with Allentown? And he says, maybe. He says, I'll deal with this. And Hannah says, please don't leave town. And he says, I'm not going anywhere. And then she says, well, if you do, I'll come with you. And then they spooch. So there we go. Oh, come back to the hospital. Emily hasn't eaten yet. So her, her tray is in front of her. She opens up, I guess, the uh, liquid, like, I guess, uh, water or something. Message from A. Hey, M, some cream with your coffee dash A. Now, when I first saw this, I said, holy shit, this is Noel. I'm wrong. This is Allison because the burnt, the pain cream is in her, is in her food. Why would someone put that in her food? I screamed, test the cream. The HGH was put into the burn cream. I almost am tempted to go back and look at the, uh, uh, the the tag from previously on. Uh, Spencer kind of, I think it's Spencer and Aria that comes in there, right? Yeah, Spencer and Aria come back in there and they're talking about A's trying to take us all down. Uh, and, and Spencer's like, A's the one going to leave Rosewood. And I, all caps, test the cream, test the cream. This is Allison because we know she has hospital access. She knows evil A put the HGH in Emily's pain cream. That's why she tested positive for HGH. Allison, you know, I guess she can't be too open that she's alive. I get it. So maybe her message could have been a little clearer. But what she's saying by giving Emily the tube is like, hey, it's in here. Have this tested while you're at the hospital. Uh, We don't do that. But uh, dad comes in. I think the two liars take off. Dad comes in and he tells them, he tells Emily, yeah, the uh, people who are at the house, I tell them, you're in Rosewood. You can relax. Mm, I don't know. So we're dealing with the alarm system at their old house. Apparently it's been an issue, but dad fixes it. And Emily's about to tell him the truth. She's about to say to her dad, all this thing about Danby was a lie. He cuts her off and says, don't worry about Danby. I just want you to be happy. You know, we're going to find another way to pay for you to go to college. Don't worry about this. So in a weird way, 
you know, since Pam already left, we don't have to worry about her leaving Rosewood, at least for this um, calendar year. So it kind of, in a weird way, kind of worked out. Cut back downstairs. Spencer and Arya sneak their way into the morgue. Very creepy. So they're inside the morgue. Uh, they find some cookies, which they find really, really gross. They're, they're slunking around the morgue. We cut quickly back to Hannah. We see Ashley throwing out a ton of beer. Apparently dad liked a lot of beer. And she tells Hannah, yeah, uh, your father went home. Now Hannah's really kind of upset by all this. She's like, well, I thought you two were getting back together. Ashley's like, he loves Isabel. And Hannah's like, well, you said things change, people grow. And Ashley hits her with this line, I have not your father. We were indulging in a fantasy, but he's committed himself to someone else. (laughs) Hannah makes a good point. She goes, well, he can uncommit. And then Ashley says yet another hard truth. She doesn't want to get back together with Tom. And Hannah storms out. But boy, that's such a that's such a level of self-knowledge that she has about herself, right? Like, yeah, it was a bit of a fantasy. And that's, you know, that's what happens when you get back together with an ex, right? You remember the good times. But I think it started to hit Ashley. This is, Tom is the same. And I have moved on. I have grown. A long-term future with this person is not what I want. And that's going to be hard for Hannah. But I think ultimately it's probably truthful. Got back to the hospital in the morgue. Spencer and Aria. Occipital Fontanelle is a, is a thing thrown out there. Uh, they're looking through the whole a report. Uh, Fred Sakar again, is the doctor on file here. And as they are looking at this autopsy, I have to be honest with you, uh, Chris watches PLL audience. I was kind of in the dumps. This really hurt my Allison is a life theory. The amount of work to completely fake an autopsy report like this just seemed overwhelming. I was like, I don't, I kind of feel like I'm wrong. I, I don't know how you fake this entire report. It's because, you know, obviously they're flipping through it and you can't read the whole thing. It's very thorough. Uh, it's quite a report to forge, is what I said to myself. Uh, she got hit in the back of the head from behind as if she was running away from something. A curved blunt edge, which uh, the two of them look at each other and they're like, field hockey stick? Yep. But then there's one extra detail. There was dirt in her lungs and which means she was breathing in dirt when she died. And then I was not prepared for this. Allison was buried alive. I, holy shit. However, the second that was said, Allison alive is back on everybody <laughs> because that still fits my theory. Let's say Melissa hit her in the back of the head. They thought that she died, so they buried her. And someone came along and saved her. So... Who that is, what that is, what that all entails, I do not know. But that still fits my theory, and we're back on, everybody. Cut to the uh, town square again. Uh, I call this person a uh, Camaro cop, which is not really a Camaro cop, as we find out. Uh, Hannah basically walks up to the car, and I, I said to myself, oh my god, is this Caleb's dad? Maybe maybe I was right in the end. She just lets loose, and this guy seems very, he has a very strange reaction to it. Come back to the hospital. Uh, Ezra is calling Arya, so she runs down to the lobby because he's here. They let Emily read the report. I guess they just took it right out of the morgue. Spencer's pretty convinced Jason is at fault here. She thinks that Jason did this now. Emily still, you know, not sure. Cut to one of the lobby areas. Arya and Ezra are having a quick chat. Ezra says yet again, hey, why don't you come by my place after this traumatic incident? And just at that exact time, as if someone's watching them on camera, Jason DeLorentis calls Arya's phone. She red X's him and says, oh, it's my dad calling. So a little bit of a lie from Arya to Ezra there. Uh, but she says, I got to go right home after this Ezra, which in absence is actually very reasonable. Her friend is in the hospital. 
her younger brother was just arrested for thievery. Maybe Ezra chill on the, uh, let's go hang out at my place for smoochy times, you know? We cut back to uh, Camaro Cop, and we see this person call someone on the phone and says, well, I don't think they want to see you. They, they know I'm following them. I think this is a private detective. And I think Caleb's parents, either one or both, hired this person to track down Caleb. So prediction, we're going to see Caleb's parents at some point this season. Hannah and Caleb are elsewhere in Town Square, outside Lucky Leon's Cupcakes. And um, Hannah's pretty sad. Uh, Caleb's like, you should, are you going to call your dad? And Hannah's like, well, why bother? And we're never going to be a happy family anyway. And she watches as uh, a group of a family eats cupcakes. Come back to Emily's room at the hospital. And Spencer and Emily are like, hey, where's page five? They can't find page five. I'm assuming this page five is going to be very important because it'll prove that Allison is, of course, alive or that this report is for somebody else. That's my theory, too. Like, maybe they just changed a few names and it's really for somebody else. And then finally... <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. I don't know what to make of this. I got to be honest. So they're in the morgue. Uh, the janitor is eating his cookies. I guess it's his cookies. I thought that was the attending mortician or morgue person's cookies, but apparently it's the janitor. He's eating his cookies and he leaves. Uh, someone, there, there's movement behind him. But he's like, ah, just another day here down the morgue. And he leaves. Someone sitting on one of the tables with the blanket over them sits up like Frankenstein, and then credits. So in summary, Allison is very much alive. Someone saved her. It could have been run with three ends. So if we're, if we're building a theory that person under blanket is Allison, I don't know why she would sit up like Frankenstein, but sorry, Frankenstein's monster. Get that right. Yeah, I don't know why she would do that. That's pretty dramatic for no reason. That said, let's say run with three ends saved her. Theory time. Melissa and Ian are a, a couple. Allison is fooling around with Ian. Night of the barn. Melissa finds out. Events play out as we've seen on the video with Allison and Ian. Melissa goes to confront Allison. Confrontation ensues. Ian is there. Allison does run away. Melissa uses said stick to thwack Allison in the head. Oh shit. Did she just kill Allison? Ian and Melissa freak out. He says, don't worry, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to bury her. They rope in Ren with three ends to prove, to be sure that Allison is deceased. Let's say Ren with three ends helps for whatever reason. They bury her wherever they buried her. She's not dead though. Ren with three ends brings her out of the uh, grave, takes her to the hospital, basically heals her back to health. She is then going to stay there. In the meantime, Ian and Melissa separate, right? Because Melissa's like, I can't believe this, this nuttiness happened. We're just going to forget all this happened. Allison gets Ren to get close to Melissa to start her machinations. So anytime we've seen Ren do A stuff, he's on Team Allison. Furthermore, let's take it a step further. Why wouldn't have Ren told Emily about the cream directly? I guess he maybe can't reveal his connection to Allison. But we'll even say that he's the one that put the note on there and got the cream. And you know, Allison has her ways too. So they brought the cream to the hospital. So yeah, so that's my theory. Uh, I'm still building it. But we have team Allison and Ren on one side, Ian and Melissa, and I guess Jenna by extension and Garrett on another team. So boy, it's getting complicated, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I've been Chris. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Magoogs. Occasionally twitching at Mac to the Gow. 
uh, like, subscribe, smash that like button, <laughs> uh, rate, review. I, you know, no obligation, folks, but but I love hearing from you. I love your feedback. You know, and if I'm doing something wrong, please let me know. But uh, you know what? I also enjoy when you enjoy things, and uh, more of less of. I know, I know. A few people have said more more songs and more jingles. If I find time to do uh, to do a song I really want to do, I'm going to put it probably at the end here. I don't know if I'll do it here, but stay tuned. I have a, I have a fun idea. But yeah, I've said way too much. Okay. Okay.